Hey, everybody, I'm Chad Eckert. Uh, this is the Fantasy Golf Pod. First look at the PGA Championship. It's arrived. The Your second major. I'm excited. I'm a little early. <laughs> Cracking a beer like I do. Well, uh, I've been doing these first look pods each and every Monday morning. I am in partnership with FanshareSports.com. You can go over to that website. You can get a subscription to their model service. 20% off using the promo code Fantasy Golf Pod. I've been doing the first look and I've been going over the ownership. Those are done on Monday and Wednesday mornings. Uh, those are fun to do to get us going uh, for the week. As soon as the DraftKings pricing comes out, I'll just open it and react. And guess what, boys and girls? I have not looked at the DraftKings pricing. It's been hard to do. I've been on Twitter. I've scrolled by. I've been like, ah, shielding my eyes. Nope. And then I've been looking at the betting board, so I kind of have an idea of who's at the tippity-tip top, but I kind of don't because the betting boards, depending on where you're looking, they're confused on who to put at the top. So uh, I'm excited to see what DraftKings did in terms of pricing. If you're here in the chat, you could chat along. Thank you for being here. Brian's here. What up, Brian? How'd you do this week? I think you did okay. I didn't have KH Lee. I didn't do great for this Byron Nelson. I'm over this Byron Nelson stuff. Let's go to the DraftKings board. If you're on iTunes, this will be on iTunes later. It's live on the internet right now. Please subscribe to this thing on YouTube. Click the like button, share it around. We're trying to spread this out. We're doing a names and reasons pod. The fantasy golf pod will be live again Tuesday night. Eric and I going to talk about our names and our reasons, a little bit of ownership. And then, of course, you can find Joe Idoni and I every Monday night going live, uh, the Preferred Lines podcast. That's on iTunes as well as YouTube and Twitch and Twitter. We're doing this. We're trying. Our favorite thing to do is to open up the DraftKings board and react. Like I said, I haven't seen it, so I don't really even know who's at the tippity-tip top, and it is Rory McIlroy. Awesome. He's 11-5, okay? And then Justin Thomas right there at 11-3. So you have two guys over 11,000. Cheers to them. Mm. Interesting. If you've got an opinion or a reaction, um, or maybe you remember, you recall the first time you looked at the tippity-tip top of this thing, chat it along on the side there, and we'll get to it. We'll discuss this together. This is not meant to be a long thing. I'm just trying to get in and get out so I can start researching, and I really just want to see what the pricing is, and it's at 11.5 for Rory McIlroy. Uh, a winner coming in off of a win. I can drill down on this. I am not at my office in Edina, Minnesota. I'm a realtor for Edina Realty. I am Edina Real Chi. My initials, C-H-E, goes with Edina Realty and Edina Real Chi. That's who I am. There you go. You can see I'm in my garage. Uh, so I have access to DraftKings on my internet at my office for Edina Realty. I don't. So that you can drill down here and you can see number one. At the Wells Fargo Championship after two missed cuts. We thought his career was over when he missed the cut in terrible fashion at the Masters when the house was on him, just destroyed by the house, crushed by the house. That missed cut made people not want to think about him at Wells Fargo, and then he came out and he's fine. So will he come out fine at the PGA? Maybe. There he is at 11.5, and then Justin Thomas is 11.3. You have Dustin Johnson at 10.9. If you go into the 10K range, there are four adults there. There are Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, and Jordan Spieth make an appearance in the 10K range. Wow. Hmm. 
he was up there for a second. He had a chance to maybe put a little pressure at the top of the leaderboard come Sunday here at the Byron Nelson. That was earlier today. Uh, he's a 10-1. Wow. I like it a lot. I, I truly think that Jordan Spieth, well, we know he needs this major to cap it all off for the Grand Slam. We know that just Jordan Spieth's good. He just won. He's coming in after having a really good finish, like I mentioned, at the Byron Nelson top 10, third at the Masters, like a disappointing T3 at the Masters. I mean, this guy has been on fire for a while now. You got a T4, an API before that, top 15, T3, T4. I mean, this guy's been going since February, and uh, we know he's motivated. So a 10-1, you get the savings too? I'm all about that. So I'm in for Jordan Spieth. Let's go to the 9K range. Are we chatting? Do you have any questions? What's up, brother? You got Sully in here. Pumped for the PGA. I'm so pumped for the PGA. I love a major. All right, let's see. Who's in the 9K range? That's Morikawa, the defending champion of the PGA championship. The, the guy that won the major where there was no crowds and it was quiet. Uh, that was in California last year. Hmm. We're in South Carolina this year. I haven't done a lot of research on the course. I was excited to have Josh Bennett, Jish Swish, who does an article for Roto Baller, to come join me on this. But he's golfing. He's playing golf, so he's busy. All right, nine, eight, Morikawa. Wow. Okay, let's go through the names, and then we'll dis- dissect them individually. Xander is at $9,600. You got Brooks Kepka at ninety-five, dollars Matsuyama, the Masters champion, at $9,400. Victor Howell at ninety-three, Webb Simpson, ninety-two. A-P-P-R, always play. Patrick Reed, he's $9,100. You can definitely play him at 9-1. That's a great price. And Cantlay at $9,000. Interesting. Cantlay. All right, let's go through these names. Let's dissect this a little bit more in depth. You got Morikawa, who we know has won in this uh, season. It was a couple of tournaments ago at the workday, and then he came into the players. I mean, he's played great golf. Pretty good. He's get back to playing good golf again. I, you know, what do we not like about Morikawa? He's at $9,800 and defending champ. Maybe he'll have a little pressure on him. But he's one of the best of the new kids. Uh, and Xander is like not new anymore. And he's old. It's $9,600. He's not 10K range. That's funny. Okay, so Xander's at 96. He's coming off a T14 at the Wells Fargo. the third at the Masters. Don't we think this guy, Xander's due to win a major? I think he's on the list of people that are the best that have never won a major. I mean, Bryson was definitely on that list until he took the U.S. Open last year. Rom is probably on that list. Excuse me, of course. And then Xander. So you have that going for you if you're Xander. And you've got $9,600. So that could be an easy second click in. Let's just say we wanted to do that. We want to say one of these two is going to win the master or win a major. And then you're left with $7,400 if you click Rom and Xander in at the same time. That, you know, could be doable. All right, let's go. Let's see. Ah, Brooks Kepka, $9,500 now. He's playing a barstool thing against uh, Riggs or maybe. I, I could be. No, uh, it's that guy. Barstool uh, stoolie guy. President Day. President. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Uh, Brooks is playing a left-handed match against him. Now, I was kind of concerned that that's going to be taking his focus away from this PGA, and maybe he's going to try practicing left-handed. Why would he care about this stupid thing? But then I thought, okay, this is going to ruin him. No, not at all. Brooks Kepka doesn't give a shit about this barstool thing. This is a joke for him for 
all Michelob Ultra or whoever. I'm sure he's making some serious money off this thing. And he has to show up and pretend he cares, pretend he's practicing. He has a few Instagram videos. So don't worry about Brooks. This is a major. I think he's the one dude. No, yeah, there's there's a few dudes that have had 63s in more than one round of a major at PGA. And Brooks has one or has two 63s. So, I mean, like he can go low. He knows it's major season. Everybody we know, we saw him this week. Brooks Kepka showed up at the Byron Nelson after having a miscut at the Masters, and we knew, well, he's testing it out. He's going through the motions. He's going to knock some rust off because he does like playing on a second or third week back. So Brooks Kepka playing now his second week back. Uh, I'll take it at $9,500. Would you go back to Hideki Matsuyama? We were a little concerned here going into the Byron Nelson that he was going to be rusty after a win at the Masters, and he had to go travel around the world, show off his green jacket, quarantine, maybe didn't hit a club or swing a club. I don't know, but he was fine. Okay, decent, 6870, 6870, T39, Byron Nelson, Hideki Matsuyama, he's at $9,400. I'm not sure if I'm interested in that as I'm interested in the lower 9K range where you have Hovland, Webb Simpson, Patrick Reed, and Patrick Cantlay. Patrick and Patrick, I just love when they just put them right next to each other. I could start lines with Patrick, Patrick. Boom, boom. You left $7,900. That's amazing. That's like $400 less than a roster spot. So we're in on the Patrick and Patrick. What about Hovland? Is Hovland going to be the Morikawa of this year? Because Hovland is super good. I mean, look at this. Back-to-back top threes. Coming off of a Masters top 21. API, you know. Okay, he's a second at the concessions at Workday. He's T5 at the Genesis. Before that, he's T2 at the Farmers Insurance Open. I mean, my God, this dude doesn't just – I mean, he's played bad, but his bad golf. This is like DJ where people were, oh, Hovland's playing kind of bad. Oh, he had a bad Masters. He, I mean, I don't know. Everyone at the players, it's a different course, and things can happen at the players. I give an excuse to that. So I'm liking Hovland at $9,300. <clears throat> Webb hasn't been the same Webb, so I'm a little concerned there. Now, this is the Carolinas. Oh, look at that. I say that, and then I look at and I open this, and that's bullshit. I lied because Webb Simpson's good at golf, and uh, he was only bad that one round at the players. And you know what? I was all in on Webb at the players because I knew he liked playing there. He had won there before, and then I now I've got recency bias, and now I'm considering Webb's career over because of his one round at the players. When really, in reality, look at that. He had a top twelve at the Masters, and he was T nine at the Heritage. So I mean, it's two weeks ago. Uh, we'll be seeing a little bit of web in my lineups probably. Okay. Now, uh, what about the uh, other names? That's it. We talked about everybody. Let's go to the AK range. Are you still in here? Are people in here chatting? Hmm. I don't know, but either way you can chat. It we have the ability to do that. I'm going to the AK range and it's time to pepper the AK range. Cause it's a major. And if you've been playing DraftKings and you've been doing DFS, PGA for long enough that you've gone through a couple majors, a few major seasons, the cream rises to the top, but not always. You want to get a little bit conservative because this is a major, boys and girls. So these 8K names are really good, and they have the ability to dominate and fill in your roster with these guys versus trying to pick a flyer out of the 6K range. Maybe that's a more balanced approach to a major, typically. Now, again, it's just roulette. Nothing really matters. I say things, and then things happen that are opposite of what I say all the time. Now, I did do a bunch of how-tos and you know tutorials on DraftKings PGA, and those are on our YouTube page under a playlist called Strategy, so you can look up stuff like that. 
Cam Smith's at the $8,900. He's the top of the AK range. You got Will Zalatoris, 88. Oh my God. Daniel Berger. There's going to be the ch 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 chalk of the week because he was great this weekend and great today at the uh, Byron Nelson. And there he is. He's $8,700 for Daniel Berger. Let's go. Oh my gosh. He's so good. And he is a major wanter. Uh, wants that for his Wikipedia page. So we know Daniel Berger will show up. Tony Fino at $8,600. Oh, God. I just had the house on him, and he's missed three out of four cuts. He does show up, though, at majors, Tony Fino. So we know he likes these events that are more important. Now, again, does it really matter that Tony Fino hasn't had a real win in a while? Maybe not, because he's $8,600, and that doesn't necessarily equate to needing a win. $8,600, he can score you a ton of DraftKings points. I don't know if there's a par five feast on par five narrative going this week. Maybe there might be, and he could do that. I don't know. $8,600. That feels really juicy. So you could get that in there. You could do that a lot and be comfortable with it. He doesn't need to win. You know, it's major season. It's Tony Fina, 8,600. Same with Scheffler, $8,500. That's decent. Now Fitzpatrick, this $8,400 is a joke compared to how he played last week and just ruined me bigly. Now, uh, before that, though, there was a reason that I had the house on Byron at uh, on Fitzpatrick at Byron Nelson. He had a T4 at the Heritage before that 34th, you know, a top 10, top 10, 11th, 5th, 17th. So come on. I mean, he's a decent golfer. Maybe he's pissed because he was paired with JB Holmes. He got a little tilted, couldn't perform well, couldn't get that putter going like he normally had it going every other time out. So I think Matthew Fitzpatrick could find a putter. Uh, he could compete at $8,400. It's fair. This is a fun range because, I, like I said, I want to pepper this range because you can pepper with a Sungjae Im at $8,300 or Tommy Fleetwood at eighty two. Oh, my gosh, please. I will do that. Look at these names. You got Tyrrell Hatton at $8,000. What? Oh my God. So just do Burger Hatton for every lineup that you do. I mean, you could almost do Burger Hatton Fino. Oops, Scheffler. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Level 82. Oh my gosh. And you look at this answer and Neiman in the 7K range. I can't wait for this. I can make some really good lineups. And that's what the problem is, though. You will think, oh my gosh, I can make these really good lineups. Oh, gosh, roster construction is so important. We'll talk about that on Tuesday night when Eric and I go live to do the Names and Reasons pod on the Fantasy Golf Pod YouTube page. We're going to do that Tuesday night at about 8.30 Eastern time. We're going to talk about things like how to take on chalk and eat it. So maybe you want to stay tuned for that. But let's see. Justin Rose almost won a major at the Masters. He was basically in the lead the whole time until the end. Uh, and then missed the cut at the Valspar because we know he doesn't care about the Valspar. It was presented by MasterCard. He had to be there probably. <clears throat> Louis Ostezen at $8,000. It's also a nice juicy number. So, uh, yeah, pepper that. I mean, he doesn't miss cuts. He does play well. He, I mean, it seems like his back is fine because I think it was last before COVID where he like was withdrawing a bunch because of his back. But he does do that. So be careful about that. Maybe you don't go all in on Louis, but you could go all in on Tyrrell Hatton. My God. $8,000 for one of the best players in the world. Is he bad now? 
Does he just suck at majors? I mean, what's up with that? $8,000. I might have to look more into Louis. Let's go to the 7K range. We're talking through the betting board or the uh, DraftKings board like we do each and every Monday morning, but it's not Monday morning. It is Sunday evening because DraftKings pricing came out early. This is the first time I've looked at it. It's been out for a few days now. Pat Mayo's got his pod up. People have their pods up. Rick Run Good did some pod. Uh, so I'm just going live because I want to start looking at it. I want to start obsessing about it, and I want to look at it before I uh, get to Monday morning. So here I am, having a beer with you in my garage. Ooh. Looking at the 7K range and looking at Adam Scott and Abraham Answer at the top at $7,900. Shane Lowry? Okay. Neiman, Casey, Day, Garcia. This is what they do. Every major. Hey, all the veterans, what do we do with them? Well, I don't know. 79, 78, 77? Yeah, good idea. Cool. Adam Scott. 79, Paul Casey, 77, Jason Day, 77, Garcia, 76, Leishman, 76, Woodland, too. But out of all of those names, I initially lean Leishman, who's at $7,600, who's come in. I mean, he played well today, well enough to get himself inside of that top 27 number that you need to be in order to have a chance to win this thing. I guess you have to be like top 20, top 30 the week before if you're playing this PGA championship to have a chance to win. Some narrative, stat, storyline, trend thing. But he qualifies. Mark Leishman at $7,600 was top 21. Before that, was it? Wait, no. He won before that. That's not on this list. People might not know that Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman, they won the Zurich Classic, uh, a team event. So, again, I think maybe Leishman's found it. We thought he was dead and his career was over, and then he started playing golf again. This is golf. Maybe just started drinking more beers because I think he was on a beer-free diet for a while. He was trying to lose weight. So Leishman now drinking beers again, $7,600. That's the guy I want. What about Corey Connors? Are we done with him or are we going to go back? Because Corey Connors was a little fun to click on until he had a T21 at Valspar and then a T43 at Wells Fargo. Before that, was a T4 Heritage and a T8, the Masters, T14, 7th, 3rd, blah, blah, blah. Corey Connors is iron-striking man. Hits those irons better than anybody on the course, usually, but can't putt. So, no idea. Do you need a putt here? Is it past Palm Greek? What kind of grass is it? Is it? Does he like the grass? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Mm. How big are the greens? Are they big greens? Because if they're big greens, then you could be end up somewhere way far away, and you want to do a three-putt avoidance. I don't know anything about this course. I got to look into that more. Maybe you do, too. Maybe you had to do that before you click Corey Connors at $7,600. Maybe you go to Gary Woodland. Is he back? Because he was in contention just a couple of days ago. Was fifth at the Wells Fargo Championship after he should have maybe even won that thing. He was 71 on round four. He was there. So I think he might be back. He said he's got his coach back. He's got his clubs together. He's got his shit together, whatever. Sam Burns, $7,500. We just saw him. He should have won. This is another sad day in the Sunday round of Sam Burns. But is it really that sad? No. I mean, he's coming off of a first and a second. One of the best golfers in the tour right now, and he's super hot, and he's good. He's young. He's motivated. How confident could he be? He's insanely confident. So uh, we'll have to look into that. But I think $7,500. He's re- he What? Like I just looked at the betting board. He was like 33 to 1. I mean, people are just pouring money into Sam Burns on the betting board. So at $7,500, that might, that might compete with our friend over here, Daniel Berger, as the chalk of the week. Because people can't get past what they just saw. If they just saw Sam Burns and they just saw Daniel Berger, then they're going to want to click them. But 
did they want to click Bubba? Hmm, 75. You got this Higo guy. Again, I don't know much about Euro, but look at this dude. He's winning all the time. All he does is win. All I do is win, win, win. My name is, what is my name? Garrick? Okay. Cool. Got to ask Sky. Skyhook about him. Higo. Harmon, Bertie Bryan, he's there at $7,400. And Matt Wallace, these guys have been playing well. And same with Lee Westwood. This is going to be hard to choose between these names. These are definite names you want to click. You want to use Matt Wallace a lot. His iron play has got him to a third, 34th, 18th, and 6th in his last four appearances for $7,400. Matt Wallace, you have Lee Westwood, who had two back-to-back runner-ups and came in with a T21 at this Byron Nelson. So we know Lee Westwood wants a major. Will he be able to do it at this course? I have no idea. But he's $7,400. Max Homa, a winner and a person that plays good golf, but then misses cuts. So you never know what you're going to get at $7,300 Homa. Wolf's not playing. How wish he was. Um, Hoffman and Bradley. Keegan. Hmm. Keegan's down here? We know Keegan has won a PGA Championship uh, playing well. Valspar, he was second, and he was top 20 the week after at the Wells Fargo. So he's had a week to rest, and he's here. $7,300 Keegan Bradley? Yeah, maybe. What about Wise? Wise, okay. Fucking almost was first-round leader, and then he didn't do anything the rest of the way. Finishes T55. It's crazy. Uh, Henley. I like Henley. But he, uh, I don't know. 72 is probably a fair price. Ooh, look at this. Oh, Harris English is playing better. Back to maybe playing good golf. Same with Siwoo Kim. I like Siwoo Kim, and we know Siwoo Kim wants a major, too. Same with Billy Horschel at $7,200. Oh, my gosh. You got to be careful, though. Billy Horschel can't hit his irons over 200 yards. But either way, he can do things. He can grind to T25s, and that's what you want at $7,200. That's all you need. And I think we heard an interview with Colt Nost or somebody this offseason where Billy Horschel was working with a psychologist, working with a sports coach, trying to get his mentality right, trying to put it in his mind that he is one of the best of all time. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to win a major. He's going to win championships, blah, 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 blah. It is kind of doing some things. He won the match play. He got second at the workday concessions. He just did the uh, top five with the <clears throat> Burns with – the Zurich. So, I mean, Billy Horschel is a disrespected man. And at $7,200, I don't even know if he'll get owned either. So, you could use that. You know, I like Matt Jones. Poulter's another guy that's grinding and trying to win a major for the first time in his career. And he did have his son on his bag. So, maybe Poulter's got a son on his bag for this thing. We'll have to look into that. Tringali and Champ. We know we like those two names. But Champ hasn't been as good as Tringali. Champ, oh, God. He barely made the cut. He made it like miraculously and then didn't really take advantage of doing that at the ATT Byron Nelson. So at T55, T26, T34, he's kind of meh. Yeah. Meh. So I don't know, but major season and Cameron champ, we know can bomb it out there and you have to do that at majors. Same with Tringali. He's a bit of a bomber and he's $7,100 and he missed the cut and ruined everyone who thought he would win the goddamn tournament at Wells Fargo championship, which was hilarious. I mean, I bet him because I was a fear of missing out. But at the same time, T9, T3, miscut. Do you think he can come in and win a major? Fuck no. But at the same time, at $7,100, he does not need to do that. He can be your last man in on a roster, and he can be a nice uh, money saver at $7,100. Kokrak, Kisner, Kirk. You got the 3Ks there. You got Keimer, too, 4Ks. You got Griot and Fowler. Fowler's playing? They let him in. 
cute. Poor guy's just got awful at golf. Fowler can't make a putt. Can't do the things he used to make. He used to make a lot of putts. Can't do them anymore. Kucher. We know Kucher wants a major. Kucher's uh, coming off of a 73 today, which was sort of disappointing considering he was right in contention and he finishes just under top 20. Now, I think Kucher's another guy, just like Gary Woodland, where he went back to say these coaches and they went back to the same routines that had been working for them because there was a moment there where he was missing cuts in 40th, missed cut 40th, missed cut 40th. Like, not good for Matt Kucher at $7,000, though. I think he's back to being confident, Kucher. And at 7000 sure. What about Bobby Mack? Haven't seen him for a second. We just saw him. At, oh, I guess we did see him at the British Masters where he finished T8. No shit. He's good. I mean, Robert McIntyre is really good at golf. Again, if this is more of a bomber narrative kind of thing where you can make take advantage of a short par four or, uh, you know, Couple par fives, you can get an eagle or a birdie op every time. Maybe you go with a guy like that. You lean that versus a guy like Kucher, maybe. Okay, six K range. I'm sorry, this is taking a long time. Um, the this is a major though, so we're excited. We're drinking beer. We're in the garage. We're doing the first look that we normally do on Monday mornings, and this is presented in partnership with FanshareSports.com. If you haven't signed up for a subscription to FanshareSports.com, then you will not know who is most owned in the six K range. But if you had that access, you could do, wait a second. You can also join me on Wednesday mornings, and I could just tell you who is going to be the most owned, least owned, the pivots and all that stuff. I do that live each and every Wednesday morning, and it is uploaded then quickly onto the iTunes for Fantasy Golf Pod. So subscribe to all those things and be prepared for Ownership Projection Pod on Wednesday mornings. Hmm. Who will be the most owned in the 6K range? I don't know. I haven't even looked to see who is even in the 6K range because this is the first look. I actually have not even opened DraftKings at all. All I do is I click it open and my eyes see things and my brain thinks thoughts and then my words come out and then I say them into the microphone and then you're here hearing it. So here we go. Victor Perez. Actually, Victor Perez didn't do too bad last week. Where was he? Oh, just kidding. It was Pat Perez. <laughs> oh, my God. Who am I thinking? Uh, Carlos Ortiz, though. He's good. And Ryan Palmer. God, what a freaking tease this Ryan Palmer guy is. He's not that good. He's just fake. He's fake good. If Rom is going to win this week, maybe you put Rom and Palmer in a lineup together because they're, like, kind of correlated. But at the same time, I'm just kind of sick of Ryan Palmer's disappointments, especially when he's supposed to do well. And, of course, he has a course record on last week. Blah. And he wasn't that great. Stenson, oh my gosh, they're giving Stenson $6,900. Now that's interesting because Stenson was really bad for a long time. And then now we're back to thinking he's good. I don't think he's that good. And $6,900, no thanks. There's other names here like Stuart Sink. He's better than you think. And he is here at $6,900. He just won the RBC Heritage. I mean, my God, this guy wins. All he does is win, win, win. This is the same thing as Higo. Stuart Sink, $6,900. Didn't he win a major once, too? So, I mean, he's not afraid of the moment. Cameron Davis is here. Kevin Nas here. Schwartzel. Schwartzel's playing good again. What? How is Schwartzel good again? I mean, he keeps making cuts. He keeps top doing things. Top 15 at Wells Fargo. He was third this week. So, I don't know. Schwartzel. Brendan Grace. Zach Johnson. Thomas Peters. Thomas Peters really missed, disappointed people this week. He was a little bit of chalk, and God, how bad was he? Not that bad, honestly. He was minus five. Minus five did not make the cut at that Byron Nelson. 
I would assume Thomas Peters is a little angry. He has a little fire under his belly. So maybe he'll be pissed and he'll be uh, excited to perform at this major. Catlin, Bezudenhut, Francesco Molinari, Weisberger. This is where you're like, okay, I'm going to click one of these names in my lineup. And then once they're good, I can appear. I can appear to be an expert because they'll be like, dude, how did you know Bezudenhut would pop? Or how did you know that it was Weisberger's week? I don't know. I just I'm I'm smart. I know more than you do, so I click those names, which I have not been doing as much. I've been doing this DraftKings shit forever. I've been avoiding trying to be the expert like that, trying to get lucky with those names. Now that's a great strategy for a GPP for a giant tournament with thousands of people. I mean, you're gonna have to do some of that stuff this week and you're gonna have to appear to be a genius, but you're gonna tell your friends like, I know I just clicked this guy and I got lucky. But once you win money on Sunday, you can tweet it out and be like, oh yeah, I totally knew this Rasmus Hoygaard, $6,700 was to play or Velamaki. I mean, what the hell? I don't want to do these names. I'm gonna do the names in like the low 7k range, the ones that we know have played well lately and then are like, Reliable. Seawolf Games won. Billy Horses won. Matt Jones has won. Ma! Like, what? Why would you not? Why would you just spend less at the top so you don't have to use these $6,700 bad names or a mysterious name? Like, I mean, I don't know Valmecki, I guess, which watch him pop. But at the same time, I know like who Horsefield is and I know who Willett is and I know Dietrich Yama. They're not great. I mean, they're. Right around where Phil is priced. So if that tells you anything, there you go. What about Munoz? That Munoz gets absolutely no respect at all, which is great. If you're a Munoz fan, yeah, he kind of didn't do that great. He had a 66, a 68, 73, 71 with Byron Nelson. So hmm. he is bound to pop sometime, though. And at $6,600, Munoz could be your last guy in and be, feel confident with that. Norn pop for a second this week at the what is this thing called? The uh Byron Nelson. Oh my god. Look at Norin. He's at a top 25, top 21, top 21, three tournaments in a row. Alex Norin used to be sneaky good top 25 in the world. This was used to be the uh the old Tyrrell Hatton. This was Tyrrell Hatton before Tyrrell Hatton. If we go back to Norin, that's sneaky. What's his price? 66? That's cheap. Okay. Taylor Gooch, the Gucci gang, he's here. Lanto, under 7,000. You got Brendan Steele, you got Stricker, you got Swafford, an EVR. Mac Hughes, McNeely's in the tournament. Jazz, Jazz. <laughs> jazz, Jazz, no, don't do that. What about Dylan Fratelli? I wish we would have seen Dylan a little bit more prior to this week because I don't know. He's good at long distance majors, but. Hmm, hmm, hmm. What else do we need to know about these names? Oh, Joel Damon's down here at $6,400. He could pop. He's just one. Maybe you take winners. Like, what are we doing here? Like, uh, I, I mean, a guy that has won a tournament within, you know, it was March 25th. Joel Damon won the Putacana. It's not the, like, most glamorous tournament to win by any means. But at the same time, this isn't someone that has been playing on the Euro Tour that you don't even know anything about. Like, I don't know if that Vlamalaki, Vimaki, Valmaki, I don't know if he's left-handed, right-handed, white, black, yellow. I don't know if he's fat or skinny. I don't know anything about him, but I at least know Joel Damon has survived cancer and has just won a tournament, and he's cheaper. 
Let's be honest, okay? How about Ben on? 64, you got Sullivan, Higgs, Stone, Duffner, Laird. Blech. This is just getting awful. Again, they want you to click these names for some serious savings, but you're risking it bigly, hoping to appear a genius when you click these names, and they do well. I mean, there's nothing that, that yeah, I don't have any confidence in any of these names. So best of luck to you in these names. All right. Oh, my God. This has been 30 minutes. Jesus. Sorry. Uh, thank you for watching. Yeah, Norrin. Exactly, John. Uh, let's build a lineup real quick and get out of here. Let's start. Let's do a chalk as hell. Let's see who the most chalk as hell lineup we can make, which obviously starts with Burger. And then you're going to use. God, are you going to use Hatton? Probably. People like Hatton. There's a name down here I thought would be Chalk, probably Sam Burns. Who else could be Chalk? I don't know, but I like Horschel. And I like Tringali, so I'm going to use them. And I'm left with 11.5. I can use Rory. There you go. I can use the top price guy, which I don't. So I will not be using this lineup, but I will use it for this example for a fun of it anyway. Thank you for watching, everybody. This was fun, right? We're doing it. The PGA Championship. The year's second major. Boom. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. Rate and review. We'll see you uh, tomorrow night. The Preferred Lines with Joe Idoni. It's a great podcast where we talk about the betting board. So thanks. Play this music. Get the hell out of here.